bowl eligible. Your Wisconsin Badgers, after winning <laughs> 15 to 14 over the Nebraska Cornhuskers, a late quarterback sneak with Rowdy took a while for them to confirm the touchdown. But how many balls were in play over the goal line? Some would say one, others would say three. That would be the football and the set of Graham Mertz over the line. Not the show, but uh, the goal line. As I don't know what took them so long to confirm it. Maybe they're like, maybe the refs are like, wow, Graham Mertz, who just chugged total butt all game, actually found a way to do something? Was, was that it? I mean, hit an awesome pass to Isaac Arendo to then set it up, what? Sneaking in. So, did anyone think the Badgers were going to come back and win the game down 14 to 3? No. Ben? Unlikely. No. They did not. But they did. <laughs> 15 to 14. What in the world was that game? Ben, there was a story we talked about earlier today with myself, Rowdy, and RJ from uh, uh, the State Journal that they were going to bench Graham Mertz at halftime and look for a spark. I don't know where the spark was going to come from and chase Wolf. But they didn't, obviously, and went on to uh, win. Do, do you believe for a second that they th- there was a thought of benching Graham Mertz for a Chase Wolf? Oh, I believe it. Really? Yeah, if Leonard said afterwards. I mean, that was one of the more poor halves of football Graham Mertz has played in his career. So you could see the attitude of we just need to switch it up. To in Chase reality, Wolf. though, I will note, uh, Graham Mertz was poor in the first half. But the team also averaged like three yards per carry. Yeah. That game changed in the second half when they just started. I, Braylon Allen was banged up. They gave the ball to Chesma Lucy. They gave it to Garendo. And they started running a lot. And then Mertz was able to make some completions. So, uh, yeah. The second half is how they should have ran the football the entire game against this Nebraska defense. Man, it's nice having Malusi back. Uh, yes, they should probably not have given Braylon Allen carries. He is banged up. What does he got? A shoulder and an ankle injury? He's just very, very dinged up, and it's clear that Garendo and Malusi have given them a better chance to move the football. Are we worried at weeks. all with Braylon Allen and, and maybe some injuries or just being dinged up all the time? I know last year he was beat up pretty didn't he have an ankle? Yeah. And he rolled in his high school season into college season. Yeah, so he that was one of the things I was gonna bring up is he played that spring football season because COVID pushed everything back, then turned around and played that fall, so he never got that really a real off season and then finally got that little bit of a break, but then again beat up again this year. He's beat up, he's also not running very well. Is it because he has one foot out the door to Michigan? Um I don't think that is the case. Okay, just just clear in the air. He just hasn't been as effective as as we would have liked him to be, and part of that's the O line has has had some ups and downs. But um, you look at the decisiveness of Malusi and Garendo, and when there is a gap, they're able to get through it very quickly. Allen, it, it feels a little more laborious, uh, especially when he tries to bounce everything to the outside. You think he's sticking around? Um, I do. Do you? Now that Leonard's going to be named, yeah. Yeah, because what did he say? Uh, if Jim Leonard's the coach, I'm here, essentially? Yeah, here's the thing. If he doesn't stick around, then he just lied to the faces of everybody when he said he'll stick around if Leonard does. Well, he said he'd stick around to the end of the year, if I remember correctly, in the one video. Um, so I'm playing I, with you guys till the end of the year. Yeah, I think that was a... I, I, I think it's two different comments. The one that Ben's talking about was... Yeah, a, I'm talking a, about a different one. Yeah. 
the one that Ben's talking about was when specifically asked about the job in Leonard. He said, yeah, I'll be here if Jim Leonard's here. And then the other comment was, I'm still playing with these guys. Till the end of the year. Till the end of the year. Yeah. So this game that was, Ben, when Jim Leonard is named coach in a couple of days here. Sunday, likely. Obviously, yeah, the season plays out to whatever it is, to whatever bowl game you go to. What are we looking at, Rowdy? Quicken Lane? No, Probably uh, the difference between right now, if they lose to Minnesota, you're most likely going to be playing in the guaranteed rate bowl, which is the old yeah. Arizona bowl. If they beat Minnesota, probably pinstripe bowl. Back to New York, maybe. So whatever happens, happens. At the end of the year, once the bowl season's over, is Bobby Ingram shown the door? Uh, I think the entire offensive staff is, except for maybe Bo Stad. But that'll depend on what Leonard wants to do. I mean, I've I've said really since Leonard was named interim, I, it's it was kind of unfair to judge just the wins and losses of the rest of this year when he's, you know, dealing with the inept offense that got Paul Chris fired. Yeah. And, and you could and Nelson last segment you mentioned why did they look better? Uh, Northwestern stinks. They make everyone look good. Purdue defensively has made most teams look good. Nebraska put up 37 on them. Iowa put up uh, like Spencer Peters balled out against them. Hey, Northwestern got a moral victory over Ohio State. Um, but uh then they turn around and face real defenses and and they struggle. And part of it's the personnel, part of it's the plan. But yes, uh, the biggest, most important thing Leonard will do uh, when he becomes head coach is making the hire at OC. Yeah, because that offense terrible. Yeah, which is like, like if they had lost the game on Saturday, defense balls out, offense purely inept. I, it would have been unfair to say, oh, look at Leonard, he can't coach. It's like, no, he has all of Paul Chris, very questionable at best offensive staff. I would say looking at positives, though, for this team in the second half of the season, or we can even just say since Paul Chris was fired, the defense has gotten healthier and the defense is rolling. The defense looks really, really good. Now, I know Iowa's offense isn't very good. Nebraska's offense isn't very good. It's explosive. But, but man, you could argue that against Iowa, the defense gave up no points. You could argue against Nebraska, the defense gave up seven points. I think there's a direct cause and effect relationship between the health of the defense and its improvement. As soon as Alex Smith came back against Purdue, the defense has been uh, like utterly dominant. And I think that this defense, if it was 100% the entire year, I think there's only one game you get embarrassed, and that's Ohio State. There's just not many teams in college football that can match up with that Ohio State offense and, and limit it. Unless in you're way. playing in Ryan's field and it's like <laughs> the grass is like 30 three feet degrees. Long. The, the grass is a foot long. It's 30 mile an hour winds. Ben. Pinstripe bowl out. I'm with Ben. I don't want to see him. You guys want to go to Arizona? I would much rather play in Arizona I'm because not going anywhere. you would, you would have more fans travel to Arizona in a warmer climate to a bowl. They haven't been to than going back to the pinstripe bowl, Yankee stadium where you were just there. What? Four or five years ago. Same thing with the Dukes Mayo. If they were eligible to wasn't the pinstripe bowl and Jack Holm was named the starter. Yep. Yes. You don't was. want to relive that memory. Ben Kenny. Uh, yeah. And it's funny where all the look Mertz is playing better than Cohen people have, have went. 
Are you going to get a San Antonio Brahmas jersey? All in. My Brahmas. Because Jack Cohen plays for the Brahmas now right. of the XFL. No longer a poverty league. Uh, m- many are saying it's uh, the second best football league Who, in the world. Who's, is Wade Phillips the coach of that? I'll have to go look. Um, no, Heinz Ward. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> I think is Phillips the rough. I just coach? don't think very many Wisconsin fans would be interested in a Duke's Mayo Bowl a new era pinstripe bowl or a quick and lane bowl. I don't think many Wisconsin fans will be interested in any bowl. I think you'd see a decent amount of fans travel to Arizona just because it's a warm weather climate where, you know, they could do a little vacationing around Christmas time and get to watch them play in a bowl that they haven't played in recently. Or if they did somehow luck out and it got up to the, the fifth lowest bowl, which was the music city. I think you'd see a lot of people travel to the Music City Bowl because it's Nashville. It's a little bit warmer, but it's it's probably more sweatshirt jeans type football weather. And then you have a it's been a bowl they haven't been to in like fifteen plus years. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they get up any higher than the Music City Bowl, and I don't think anyone's gonna go on to go to Detroit or New York. <laughs> they love the new era stocking caps though. They still wear those things uh, from the pinstripe bowl. Hmm. So Boys, the season is uh, about to come to an end here, regular season, because you got Minnesota now. Uh, Axe week is upon us. What is going on with the Golden Gophers? Oh, my gosh. What a game. Two, I assume you didn't watch the game on Saturday. Two turds going at it. I watched it was awesome. the entire game, and Minnesota did everything in their power not to win that game. While also dominating on a down to down basis. They had nearly four. They looked good offensively against that really good Iowa defense. They had like almost 400 yards of total offense, but every time they got inside the 30, they figured out a way to turn it over. It sounds like uh, what did, what did they do? Ben, they missed a short field goal. Minnesota. That is they fumbled it inside the 20 through a pick inside the 30. And they were lucky, well, maybe they were unlucky, too, that Iowa, who picked them off, I don't think Campbell stepped out of bounds. No. I I thought that should have been a touchdown return by the linebacker, which might have been unlucky for Minnesota because they actually would have got the football back with time to come back and score. But, yeah, Minnesota going down, though, that uh, dashed all hopes for Wisconsin's Big Ten West (laughs) championship. So here's, here's Wisconsin's problem. On Saturday. Offense? I am curious the last time the Badgers have had a, uh, let's say, acceptable offensive day against a good defense. I don't know the answer to that. I think you have to go back to 2019. Likely the game where Jack Cohn and company were playing um, Ohio State in the Big Ten title. Mm. Maybe even that first half was awesome, wasn't it? Since Graham Mertz has taken over as quarterback, every single time this program has played a defense with a legitimate pulse and a legitimate front, they have they have completely crapped the bed. And so, Minnesota has that. So looking at this game on the weekend, I'm looking at the weather. It's supposed to be 46 degrees, 10 to 15 mile an hour winds, partly sunny. That total sitting at 34 and a half. I think the under might really be in play here. 34 and a half. Well, how much, how many points do you think Minnesota is going to be scoring? It's a team that really relies on Mo Ibrahim running the football. Yeah, their their young quarterback looks all right, but hey, Herbig's going to be out of half though. 
as of now, they're appealing the suspension. Terrible targeting call. And then Herbig, either the ref has it out for him or Herbig just wanted to cry some more, comes back on the field to celebrate the touchdown and then it gets tossed. If, even if he's out a half or not, the way that Wisconsin's been playing recently, and it's, especially now that they're pretty healthy, how many points do you see the Gopher scoring? They can move the football. And their quarterback, while young and not great, kind of scares me. He can make plays with his legs. He's efficient when he throws the ball. Um, Do you think the Gophers will score over or under 21 points? Over. Do you think the Badgers can score over or under 14 points? Over. So then you would like the over. Uh, in, in theory, I do. <laughs> it's a tough matchup. But luckily, you just talked yourself into the over. Luckily, it's already going to be Leonard. So McIntosh isn't looking at this game like the make or break game for hiring a coach. Like apparently he did the previous ones. The Iowa game. Yep. You believe it? Uh, I I do believe it. People at Football Scoop, a very reputable coaching carousel type website. uh, We're talking about it. And the guy said, yeah, McIntosh. The plan was to hire Leonard after a win at Iowa and that didn't happen. I think the quote from the podcast was, uh, Oh boy is Macintosh lucky that Wisconsin beat Nebraska. on well, Saturday." Like, I don't understand the reasoning to wait for a win. If he was your guy optics and being able to sell it to the fan base and the boosters. Yeah. But that was like the worst kept secret ever. Yeah. Like, I don't think it would have changed anyone's opinion if they would have hired him after the Iowa game or after the Nebraska game. I think it's all, Oh, we figured that. Oh, I know. I, I disagree with the thought process, but that is apparently the one he was going by, which is what I, it's what I've been trying to say for months. And no one's been listening. It's the wrong way to approach it. Yeah. All right, we'll talk more about it coming up. First, line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, boys. Hey, Polly. Um, so I, I guess what's getting lost on me here. Um, the place is, to live? Is, uh, yeah. oh. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Man, I didn't mean to. Hit, uh, I didn't mean to kick it, kick it down. My bad. Oh no, I'm about to do that to you. So, um, <laughs> no. Uh, who does any Wisconsin? Does any Wisconsin fan want to see them play another game? The only reason I say yes is I, because yes. we get to do yep. more broadcasts, which means more money makes more money. So I'm always rooting know, for the know, bowl games and the Big Ten West champion. Something to talk about, but like at and the money. end of the day, watching a turd float around in the toilet. Is not entertainment. Hey, if they pay me no money thing. to watch a turd float in the toilet, I'll do it. Other than that, Paulie, no, I I don't really care to see this team play again. Oh, I'd watch Wisconsin like, Minnesota if they were the two worst teams in the country. We talking about a bowl game. Oh. Well, yeah, whether whether it's New York or Arizona or Detroit, I mean, they could go they could go play up in Alaska or Siberia or anywhere that they don't get seen by human eyes because they're trash. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in a bowl setting, you do see young players that you get excited about in the future. It's better than not playing. I, I will say that. No, for sure. no, you're right. You're right in that in that landscape. But someone said, um, I can't remember if it was a Wisconsin coach or, or I don't know who it was. I heard it on this station, but I don't know if it was your guys show or whatever. And they're like, well, and it might have even been Jim Leonard, to be honest with you. Oh, Jim, you know, you know. We, 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 you know, this is why you play the game to get, to get into bowl games and whatever. And it's like, um, you know, like, cause what he said that really caught my, my ear was 
not everybody makes a bowl game. Really? Because yeah, gotta... there's more bowls. I, I mean, everybody makes a bowl game. Like, You've got to really suck. Nebraska not is not a making game. a bowl game. Yeah, about half the teams make a bowl. Yeah, there are a lot of programs yeah. that do not make bowl games. Yeah, I know, but those Holy. programs probably weren't going to make a bowl anyways. You Before, know what I mean? They they're just they're they're yeah. there for filler. They're there because you got to have someone to play against. Hey, before I let you go, are you feeling any better from the last time we talked about an hour ago? Ah, yeah. You got a couple, you couple, couple beers in but, you. Feeling a little better? Yeah, yeah. But 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 hey, I do have a request. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't know what that Usher song you played just, was. Uh, let, it let it burn by Usher. One of his big hits in let, the. Let, uh, let it burn. Yeah, let it burn. Oh, okay, I thought that was his herpes because you know. No, I mean, penicillin might clear some of that up, but I don't think that'll work on herpes. I don't think it ever gets rid of herpes. Yeah, that, that but, don't go away. But um, but no, I, I have a request. Yeah. When you close the show, can you play American Badass? And I hate Kid Rock. I'd like to <laughs> smack him upside his head. But just for the uh, U.S. men's national team. Uh, yes, I'll vet it for you. Uh, hey, Devil, right. Devil Without a Cause, what an album. Thanks, Polly. See you, buddy. Yeah. See you, buddy. All right, later, boys. Mine <laughs> too. Good morning. God, no, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not dumber for Paul. trophies, bowl culture. Oh. Does that guy even work? I'm, I'm just wondering if Paul works at me. He calls yeah, he works in a paper Charlie. mill. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just wondering. I still think he's Charlie's sober twin brother. Oh, he's so not sober Charlie, anymore, so. so when Charlie well, I don't calls, think he was any less either. But, hey, 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 Benji, here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, what are you like? You know, that's, that's the biggest mistake Wisconsin will make because next year they got to, they got a cakewalk schedule and then they'll extend them. But here's the question. What's going to change? The culture of Wisconsin the last three years has been all crisp, you know, recruiting. I, what I want to know the season ticket holder, what's going to change if Jim Leonard comes on? What, what is he doing different behind the scenes that makes McIntosh want to give this guy the job? Because uh, I, I want a clean house. Now they're not going to because they uh, do, are doing this fake uh, seven-day interviewing. There's nobody leaving their programs. No, they've been so interviewing doing this guys fake for I can't even with Brett Bielema. So the first question is, what's going to change? And- um, a lot's going to change. First of all, if you talk about the last three years, I think the program's actually going to start recruiting and putting resources into that. That's the biggest thing Paul Christ messed up. Um, they're actually going to hire a, uh, an offensive staff that can help the team win games which has not been the case for... And how do you know all this? How do you know this? He, he can say this. Well, because Jim Leonard is, is much more adaptable than Paul Chris. Paul Chris's biggest mistake is that he would never fire anybody, and he didn't surround himself in the last couple of years with the best people. I and think Jim Leonard, Jim Leonard clearly is smart enough to do that. How do you know Jim Leonard? He has no experience. How do you know that he's going to do the things everybody complained about that Paul Chris didn't do? It's been four weeks. All the optics look good. He says all the right things. They're going to give him an extension after next year's cakewalk schedule. You, 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 they should have just cleaned house. Dave, you just don't. Who do, who'd you rather have as coach instead? No, no. See, that's deflecting because no, I'm not. I'm not deflecting. Not, I'm just curious. No, yeah, that's that's not for me to decide because I'm not in, in, in the inner circle. Would you say this about anyone that was they decided on I mean, then for head coach? No, because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's every time you hire a new coach, it's always the great unknown of what you're going to do differently. But it's a it's fresh, not new voice. It's decided by the fans. It's decided by the inner workings of who has the money and the, the wallets. I mean, the fans just pay the bills. I mean, McIntosh has already proven to me he ain't worth the crap because he's kept on Tony Granado where they averaged 2,000 fans. So that doesn't say much for his integrity. Hey, by the way, they just swept uh, over the weekend. Badger Hockey got two more wins. 
Oh, baby. Four straight. Yeah, I, yeah, four, I, I that's four straight wins for Badger Hockey, Dave. Dave. That's four Long straight wins. Long Island University. Rumor is swept. Rumor is Tony Nagano is about to get another extension. Lindenwood swept. Yep, there you go, Dave. Dave, we love I you, buddy. We got a couple more calls and we got break. Call in tomorrow, David. Call in tomorrow, okay? Thanks. There's not one thing Jim Leonard has done in his professional life that he has come close to failing at. No, not at all. So, Line three, good morning. Hey, happy all. Thank you. you too, bud. Thanks. Line four, good morning. Uh, that's me. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Daniel. Um, da- hey. hey, Daniel. What's up, dude? I just want to say um, I'm going to agree with Dave. I don't really want to watch the Badgers play any more games. All I really cared about is that they kept their bull streak intact. 20, 21 consecutive, baby. Yeah, because that was the biggest letdown for Badger basketball a couple of years ago when they broke their NCAA streak. Yeah, all that injury, you know, yeah. Brad Davis might have two bad shoulders. Exactly, you know, like, so the fact that they're keeping this, even though, you know, pretty much, like, worst-case scenario season for the Badgers, I'm I'm okay with it. You like to hire Jim Leonard? I mean, once it becomes announced? Yeah, I mean, he was always going to get the job, right? Yeah. No, not necessarily. I mean, they're not, they weren't going to get Leopold, right? Liable, whatever the hell his name is. Um, they talked to him reportedly. He's yeah, a Wisconsin they, guy. What? They're, they're probably like the Packers, right? They they <laughs> like they free agents. After, <laughs> they went after them actively, right? Yeah, they left they the voicemail. They're like, please. They called, like, please don't pick up, please don't pick up, please don't pick up, and they got voicemail. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They were very actively looking for Leopold, but they didn't quite get him. They were they were the second. They were in second place to get him. <laughs> yeah, and then he came out, and of course he's going to say though he's like, I ain't leaving Kansas. Having a good time here. But eh, whatever, Daniel. You yeah. will get one more though. I mean, besides Axe Week this uh, Saturday, you get one more of the ball game though. Don't tell me you're not going to watch. Oh, I am going to watch. You're I a mean, glutton for punishment. You got to watch, and also, you know, you got to watch the Axe game because that's going to be better than any bowl game that they play because it always is. <laughs> Even in, yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 won, won it what sixteen in a row I think at one point, and uh, and lately <laughs> two and four or two and two since in the last four. But hey, Daniel, I'll say this. You know, I'm sick of watching when it comes to the Badgers, Graham Mertz. How about that? <laughs> I'm just sick of watching him flutter balls <laughs> when I was when I was supposed to be watching this guy that's got NFL arm strength and precision. And now, yeah, the yeah. Kansas Cannon. Now I got to watch the Kansas Squirt Gun out there. Come on. Uh, seriously, he just like pops him up in the air. Like I could do that. Yeah, yeah. But, Daniel, oh well. good stuff, brother. Nice hearing from yeah. you, as always. Much love. You too. See you, buddy. Yeah, ben, do you take offense to me saying that? The Kansas squirt gun? I mean, no. Okay, good. All right, welcome. <laughs> as, I, as I had said, when the t- year 2020 began, he will never be Jack Cone. Yep. He'll never play so, for the San Antonio Brahmas. Speaking of years, exactly. <laughs> at what what year do you think Graham Mertz would have to stay here to finally reach his potential? 2024. I mean, he's, if he stays, he's starting next year. Probably the year after. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh he's got two more years. Likely. So, can he have three of COVID year? Or is, that, uh, is that two no, of the COVID two. year? Two, two of the, the COVID, COVID year? So, we're saying Graham Mertz finally reaches potential in 2024. There's only one way to solve what happened at Wells Fargo Center on Friday. Or was that Saturday? Friday. 
is that Giannis Adenokounmpo and this tiny little man that works for the Wells Fargo Center need to go in the middle of the court, bring the ladder with them, and have an all-out ladder match. Giannis Adenokounmpo, who was terrible from the charity stripe down the stretch against the Sixers, wanted, as Philadelphia 76ers players were on the other end of the court practicing as well, just wanted to practice his free throws after disappointing Bucks Nation. But no, no, some little man... Had to go interrupt, put a ladder in front of him. Giannis politely asked him to move it. The little man then put the ladder back in front of Giannis. Then Giannis, in a teaching moment, had to tell this man, I'll gladly move the ladder for you, which he did. And then the ladder fell over. People make a big stink. And then some 76ers players came down, started tripping at Giannis, taking his ball. When will the 76ers publicly apologize to Giannis Adenokounmpo. Ben Kenny, good morning. Good morning. Mr. Philadelphia himself. The official statement from the offices of Ben Kenny on what happened Friday night is it was wrong. Yeah, from the Wells Fargo employee. uh, Wells Fargo Center employee. A couple different ways you could go with this. I stand with the employee. He probably just wanted to get home. Right? It's late on a Friday night. He's got to do his He should have went to the other end where the 76ers were practicing and then, hey, boys, you know me, I know you. Let's uh, help me out here. It's it, it's hard to say a union worker was wrong in what his job was. Who was wrong, though, was Montrez Harrell. That was just ridiculous. He's soft, too. He, I, first of all, I didn't even know he was on the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> he's like trying to champion. He's like, oh, the big Philly guy. No one in the city knew he was on the team. So he was in the wrong more so than anybody. Uh, and, and Giannis, I, I mean, he's going to go for 75 the next time the teams play. Well, great matchup, though, Embiid versus well, what Giannis. A, yeah, what about the Embiid shoulder? Yeah, Embiid should have been ejected from that game. Uh, come on now. It, like, it Embiid came foul. down and like, almost tried to punch him in the nuts. It was a hard foul, but like, that's basketball. Right. Uh, See, I they so need a playoff. My series. biggest, my if biggest anything, thing. I think you guys are big, like you know, back, no, no, back this, before they called soft fouls, guys. Right. This is what I was going to say about it. I have no issue with him throwing the shoulder and taking a hard foul. I get that. Again, being a little bit more physical than today's basketball, I'm fine with that. Enjoy it. I just didn't like how I think it was Bobby. Was it Bobby Portis and maybe Brooke Lopez got in Embiid's face and then he then he kind of backpedaled. He's like, Embiid's I didn't a mean, giant he's like, I didn't mean to. I didn't, I didn't try to do that. It's like, you he's clearly a, did. Embiid's just own a fake it. tough guy. Just own it. I'm not going to disagree with he's you. He's a fake tough guy. I don't think he should have been ejected. But boy, there are some select members of media in this state. Unnamed. Who? Name them right now. Name them. Despise em. Joel Embiid. Name them. More, more than anything. There's not a bigger battle. Oh, your buddy Chuck? In the Wisconsin world than. Yeah, he hates him. Wisconsin media versus Joel Embiid. And Giannis is a far superior player. Everybody knows that. But Embiid's also carrying a loser franchise on his shoulders. At least you can admit it. Yeah. And, and you know, Giannis didn't make free throws and the Sixers won. The Bucks are going to. Yeah. Let Giannis practice his free throws after the game, little Wells Fargo Center man. Dude, Giannis shoving that ladder down was the highlight of the NBA season for me so far. <laughs> That was hilarious. I just like how now all People of like a sudden, a gasp. Like, oh my god! Yeah, all the media was like, "Did you see what Giannis did? Here's the video of him throwing this ladder." But then, like, pretty much his entire career, you can't say one bad thing about Giannis. And then when he when he does shove over a ladder, 
<laughs> then they're painting. They're trying to like paint him as a villain. Well, the, if you the other end of the court was 76ers players doing the same exact thing. Like that they they were also practicing after the game. And NBA players do that all the it's time. As after every game. The and the videos that they don't want you to see is after the latter incident, he proceeded to miss like eight oh, straight free yeah, throws. For, I know. And yeah. two of them were air balls. Yeah, all he wanted to do was practice to get better. And this little man Listen, just had to put his ladder in front of him. Union worker. Little it doesn't matter. Some little man. Just well, I get it. You want to you want to break the court down and go see your family. I understand it. Go home. <laughs> but at the same time, you look like a you look like a Jagoff kind of doing that. Like Giannis is literally standing right there trying to do free throws. You're like, doop, 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 sitting up my ladder. Doop, doop, doop. It's pretty funny. It's and I love how the national media is like the audacity of Giannis Antetokounmpo to do this. It's like, dude, he's just shooting free throws. Let's all calm down. Yeah. Would you rather your star player move a ladder so he could work harder, <laughs> or? Uh, be in the position that a point guard in New York City is in right now. What? The Kyrie thing. Oh, that he's back? No, just in terms of being a, a you know. A, a, Sharing documentaries? A, a glaring, what's the word? A, a cloud of distraction on the team. He came back, they won. When? Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch them. Yeah, Kyrie had 14 points in 27 minutes and they won. Kyrie back, Nets win. Kyrie with the Nets, 1-0 since his return, Benjamin. Uh, line one, who's this? Hey, boys, Kyle. Hey, Kyle, what's up, dude? Hey, how much? How you guys doing today? It's Monday. We got Turkey Day coming up. I'm ready to eat, dude. Yeah, I hear you. Short week. Uh, hey, I just want to give you a deer report. I uh, took oh. my son out for yeah, a gun you, hunt. You ever. went up north, right? He shot a buck. That a baby. Was it the 30 point buck? It was the six point buck. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, get that meat but. in the freezer. You can, what are you going to do with it? Oh, just uh, just regular cuts, steaks, nice. chops, you know, all the good delicious, stuff. Delicious, delicious. Every, everything else is just too expensive to do right now. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of things are pretty backed up, too. Um, good for you, man. Congratulations to the son as well. Did you get anything? I did not. I did not. No, he was actually sitting with my uncle, too, and he shot it. Go figure. So, <laughs> hey, congrats no, to him, man. Dude, it's awesome. Dude, super happy. Uh, um, hey, I know where the Badgers are going for uh, their bowl game. Where? The Scrubbing Bubbles Toilet Bowl. <laughs> But at least they're bowl eligible. Because that's where crap goes to get flushed down. Did you watch the game Saturday? Or were you hunting? Yeah, I was like ripping my hair out. Like, what are you guys doing? This is Nebraska. Come on. It was very bad. Oh, ugly. We have zero offense. But here, Badger-wise, though, Kyle, the battle for Atlantis on Wednesday. Your Badgers take on Dayton. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Big test. Let's see how they are. I, I think they'll be okay. In the Bahamas. Good stuff, Kyle. Enjoy Ooh. the enjoy the venison, man. Yeah, we will do. Thank you much. See you, homie. And congrats to the sun. All right, boys. Um, so, Ben, whenever you hear that the Wells Fargo Center employee apologizes and the city of Philadelphia and the organization that is the 76ers, let us know. Yeah, I'll get my boots on the ground this Yeah, I feel like if you're the 76ers, the, the next time you play the Bucks, Giannis is going to go off. Or Mark. just... Just Is the next, March? yep. Damn. Just the next time that uh, Giannis and the Bucks take the court, I feel like he's probably also going to take it out on whichever unfortunate team plays them, like their employees. No, 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 no. Oh, just whatever just team, team it is. They'll probably go for fifty. We the need Portland Trailblazers. Ben, what does it say behind you in permanent marker on a dry erase board? Bucks versus Sixers. Playoffs. Bucks you know versus Sixers. We that need that. We need there. it. We need it. That's been up there since like, who, 18? We need the matchup. The world needs Giannis versus Embiid because uh, Giannis is going to crush him and it's going to be entertaining because Embiid will, 
you know? Shrink I, in the playoffs like all the other 76ers? He'll, he, he'll make headlines. He'll be injured, and he'll have a flair for the dramatic. But he'll be, like, tweeting out, like, awesome things. Probably. So, now I have a, do have a question for you on the 76er front. They stink. Well, it was going to be, did Doc Rivers had anything to say about the Giannis incident? Oh, I've I've totally eliminated That's Doc a good Rivers' question, comments actually, from my brain. Doc Rivers on Giannis. That's a really good... Oh. I would feel like pretty much nobody can be on Montrez Harrell's side here. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's generally. not. It's just funny. I know. So like, it's that's, not that's the thing, though. It's not a big deal, but why did it become a big deal? Because... Everybody on Twitter ran with it because they want to come after the king that is Giannis. People within the locker room don't want to knock the crown off his head. Harold can do whatever he wants. Do you think they would have put that uh, ladder up and it would have been so difficult if it was like George Hill shooting? (laughs) Um, I saw a good point that maybe Giannis should put the ladder there and try to shoot it over. Well, I had that someone um, to have proper arc. I had I had that uh, tweeted at me as well. It was uh, that coach Budenholzer put it there. In order to have Giannis not airball free throws. Now, let's see who said that to me. It was uh, Stu. Uh, Stu Pedazzo. How ironic would it be if Coach Bud ordered the ladder to be put there to force Giannis to put more air under his free throws? There you go. And, you know, 76ers playing checkers. Coach Budenholzer playing chess. Final public statement on this game. Just a hideous jersey matchup. I hate that. It it didn't work. Uh, the, the red versus blue. Dude. I don't know. You might have been too young for this, Ben. You might have still been crapping in diapers. But there was a time when Wisconsin basketball was on the road in Illinois. <laughs> yes. So Wisconsin wore the red jerseys. Red and, and orange. And Illinois wore the orange ones. Yeah. It was brutal. See, it works. And that was high def was just starting to come out a little bit. It works when you go all solid you know, colors. Low DTV. If it's like USC versus UCLA on Saturday night where USC's in their red and UCLA's in their blue. That looks pretty cool, especially at the Rose Bowl. But yeah, Ebo, that uh, the early two thousands Badgers Terrible. versus it was the one versus one was just it. It made your eyes yeah. bleed to watch. In one poll, Wisconsin was ranked number one, and the other poll, Ohio, or oh, uh, was Illinois? No, it was Ohio State. That was a different year. Oh, uh, by the way, another goal in the World Cup as England still beating the hell out of Iran six to two. A flurry. Ben, did you watch Qatar yesterday? No. <laughs> They stink. All right, we got to talk Wisconsin football coming up here because, speaking of stinking, my God, did that offense suck complete and total butt on Saturday against the Cornhuskers. The job's posted now, though. The NFL was a wild one yesterday, my friends. Packers rowdy, six-and-a-half-point underdogs coming up uh, Sunday. Uh, I didn't do it. I I did not check the standings to see if any teams – that are important to the Packers in front of them lost. Because you know what, Ebo? There's still, still a chance. They are still alive. They're still alive, my friends. Most likely got to run the table, but we've seen Let's it done see before. Here. Uh, Packers have a 6% chance of making the playoffs. Hey, that went up. It did. And a 0.6% chance of winning the division. So, so let's see here. as Packer fans, Monday Night Football tonight, it's San Francisco 49ers who currently own the seventh and final spot in the playoffs. And the Arizona Cardinals, who are currently half a game better than the Packers. Mm. So, Rowdy, so who are we cheering for? So, okay, if the Packers beat the Eagles and then they beat the Bears, their odds go up to 25, 26% chance of making the playoffs. Um, that's all this gives me in the 538 
predictor site here. I can only go two weeks ahead. If if the so Cardinals beat the 49ers, the 49ers will drop to five and five. Arizona will be five and six. Green Bay is four and seven. So if they lost to the Eagles, maybe you have a... F- so if you lose to the Eagles, you still have a 3% chance of making yeah, the Yeah, that's when you definitely have to win out. So... If they tie, they get a 6%. But, <laughs> but we, we want the win, which brings them up to 16%, their odds, if they beat the Eagles Sunday night primetime football. Another hey, primetime Eagles, game. Eagles have been winning games here oh, as of late. They look like but trash it, but it yesterday. Yeah, they haven't looked good. They should have lost yesterday to They're the Colts. Frauds. They lost to the Commanders, who now all of a sudden are 6-5. and five. And by the way, they're right on the fringe playoff contention. Yep, yep. yep. Well, they're, they're rooting. All of our commander fans, Dougie and G-Dub, they're rooting hard for the Cardinals Let's tonight. Let's go commies. Go commies. If, uh, the, if the Cardinals win tonight, the commanders are in the playoffs. Go Cardinals. Is Kyler Murray questionable? Wasn't he banged yeah, up? Yeah, he's got a hamstring, I think. Uh, well, that new Call of Duty came and out, too. And Colt McCoy, who came and replaced him and actually played pretty well for the Cardinals last week against the Rams. Yeah. He got hurt in that game oh, as well. Jesus. So, yeah, Who's they are really string? banged up at quarterback. So the Packers are six-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Eagles coming up here. The Packers, though, are three-and-one against the spread as underdogs this year. One-and-six as favorites. A team of chaos as they open up as dogs. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win. It just means they're you know three-and-one as dogs. They, I mean, they play games close. But you go look at the teams they lost to, and then what those teams they lost to did the uh, week that just happened, it's very head-scratching. So kind of to your point there, they're really good as underdogs. They're not so good as favorites, but they came into the season as a team that was one of the higher favorites in the NFC to win it. Mm-hmm. They have the second best strength of victory. The Packers? The Packers. <laughs> the second best strength of victory only to the Dallas Cowboys. Who just tuned up the Vikings. And yet, they and the also the have the toughest strength of schedule in the NFC. Rowdy, can we do transitive property? The Packers who beat the Cowboys, who Cowboys who just beat the Vikings, therefore the Packers are equally I think tied wh- top of the North with the Vikings? I think what we're getting at with the Packers being 4-7, and seven, having a lot of a good strength of victory and the hardest strength of schedule in the NFC is that the NFC just overall from basically the entire league just isn't that good. Yeah. Like you look at the AFC and it feels like you have some clear cut good teams that you would be like, Oh, I could make an argument for this team to win the Super Bowl. in the NFC. I, I feel like you're going to be grasping at straws to come up with arguments on to why some NFC team is a clear cut favorite. Yeah. We'll, we'll grasp some straws coming up here. I'm going to hear from Matt LaFleur as well. He was talking about like, where does the team go from here? Sitting at four and seven. Matt LeFleur, the Packers head coach, LaFraud, LaBum, LaDud, LaEyebrows, was asked, where do you go from here? Well, before we play it, Rowdy, where, where do the Packers go from here? I mean, again, as I told Tommy, the fat lady hasn't sung yet. Well, if Aaron Rodgers had the simplistic answer of when he was asked, where do you go after this? And he said, home. <laughs> then he went into his question. <laughs> I feel like Matt LaFleur has to first answer this to Philadelphia. <laughs> Where do you go? And then to go Philly. into your real to answer. Philly. Here's LaFleur. Take a listen. I think you're always fighting for something, whether it's, uh, you know, every, every team has the same goal coming into the season. And I think for some, it's, it's more re- realistic than others. And I think we were one of those teams that definitely 
believed. And I'm not saying that it, it can't happen, but we're going to have to play a hell of a lot better and we're going to have to coach a hell of a lot better and just truly take it that one game at a time. And um, But I think you're always fighting for for something. Every one of these guys, myself, all the coaches, you're always fighting for your job. Always. Always fighting for your job. Always. I know in professional sports, it's extremely hard to turn the switch on and off. Yep. It's basically been proven over time that it's very, very hard to do and very few people can do it. If there's one person on this team that I feel like can turn a switch on and off and all of a sudden start playing at the highest level, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Charles Rodgers. But I just don't know. And and with how he's played this year, it hasn't been one of his better seasons. We all clearly can tell. We also know Realize. that he does have an injured Even the thumb. blind can see it, Dave. He does have an injured thumb as well. But if I had to put money on this team turning it around... I do feel like Aaron Rodgers would be one of those guys, but I don't know about the rest of the team. Well, I mean, look at Sammy Watkins quitting on routes, Alan Lazard quitting on routes, uh, just the game that happened Thursday night. Just the defense playing well in general. Yeah. Well, here's a little more from the floor at the end of there. I just wanted to pause it there saying he's always fighting for his job, which is true. I mean, in the NFL, there's always some guy trying to take your job. Yeah, and I, I also agree with him on the point where every team in professional sports, especially in the NFL, because we, we've seen that in the NFL, you can be a terrible team one year and then all of a sudden be a playoff team the very next year. So you can turn things around pretty quickly. Yep. It's got to be Super Bowl. That's everyone's goal at the beginning of the year. But then like the Texans, once you get to like week four, it goes, let's just try and get the first pick. You're like, oh, wait, we suck a lot of ass. <laughs> Here's the rest from the floor. Every, every time you go out there. And that's just the reality of the league we live in and we, we work in. So... Uh, that's always going to be the mindset. And whether you're in the race or not, to me, you're always fighting for your job. Uh, LaFleur also asked you know, about Aaron Rodgers. So, Rowdy, you, you know, you talk about Rodgers flipping a switch. Well, LaFleur was asked about the thumb injury with Aaron Rodgers. Is he, the injury, good enough to continue playing for the rest of this season? I like how they're already asking LaFleur, should you shut down number 12 for the rest of the year? You sit at 4-7, and seven, that thumb's a little See, I just him. couldn't. I couldn't imagine sh- like shutting down an Aaron Rodgers type player until you are officially eliminated. And again, like, we just when re- they're officially eliminated, I, I I agree. You should probably play Jordan Love and see what you have, especially if the thumbs bothering them. Yeah, because what they'll probably be officially eliminated, especially if things go south in the next two weeks. Say they lose both games. You're, you're eliminated in two weeks. You've played 15 games. You still have those two left. Yeah, let Jordan Love go out there, prep as the number one quarterback, go out and play. You'll see what you have in Jordan Love now year three, and he'll get two full games to play. I, I totally agree with that. But until you're eliminated, you got to try. This is their window. Yeah. Matt LaFleur has taken a lot of heat this year. The coaching staff in general has taken a lot of heat. You can't just you just can't give up now. No. Here is LaFleur, though, asked about Rodgers. Will you continue to play him this season? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I think I know he's he's battling through it. Um, he's made some really great throws, and then he's missed some throws. And I think that's life uh, of a quarterback in this league. You're you're you're, you're never going to be perfect. Um, certainly, I thought 
five days ago or whatever, he threw, he threw Cow- the ball Cowboys as game. accurately as he has all season. And there were a couple of throws um, in this past game that were, you know, on point. You look at that sale route that he threw, that corner route that he threw to Cobby. Uh, that was a hell of a throw. So I think there were a couple that certainly he'd like to have back. I just think if we're talking and, and we're working in percentages here, you just said how Green Bay has got a 6% chance of making the playoffs. Currently, yep. And depending on what happens, that can go up or down. Yes. I would say this. Say they are eliminated and it's three, four weeks from now, they can't make the postseason, and you decide to go with Jordan Love. What do you think the percentages are that Jordan Love takes your breath away and you're like, yep, this is the next guy? Just about the same percentages that the Packers make the playoffs. I would probably agree with not you. good. Like, do I think do I think that Jordan Love Small, could be a starting quarterback in this league right now today for some teams? A bit better yeah. than Zach Wilson, a hundred percent. He's probably like the twenty fifth best quarterback in the NFL better right now. Baker Mayfield or Zach Wilson? But do you really think he'll come in and play better than Aaron Rodgers, who no. right now is graded out as a top twelve quarterback? No. Do you really think he'll come in and be top ten? No. Especially with this team and the weapons around him. Yeah, if you think Aaron Rodgers can't get it done with the weapons around him right now, what the hell is Jordan Love going to do? That's my point. Yeah. You're spot on. Now, if you if you actually see progress where he's making throws, making some plays, that's a step up from what we saw in all of his other starts. Against Kansas City, what was that, last year when Rodgers had COVID and was out? Yeah. They scored one touchdown. Until the Packers playoff odds. In the half against Detroit, he looked terrible. He's terrible. Until the Packers playoff odds at 0.00, then I'll start saying I want to see Jordan Love. Did you see that tweet that I I retweeted and then, uh, oh, I guess I quote tweeted, where look. they were talking about all of the Aaron Rodgers injuries that he's played through? Oh, they said now do Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, now do Brett Favre. Right, here you go. Like, 2017, broken collarbone. 2018, broken leg. 2021, 20, broken toe. 2022, broken thumb. Now do uh, concussions, broken foot, and another broken collarbone early in his career too. Not to mention the ACL in college. Dude's been beaten up. Rowdy quotes and says, "Now do Brett Favre." Yeah, he's basically injured every single year and and played every single game. Now do addictions. Brett Favre addicted to rifling off cock shots and painkillers. Aaron Rodgers, what's he addicted to? Ayahuasca? I don't think that's. I think that's non-habit forming though. <laughs> I actually have another Aaron Rodgers. Did you anticipate him to come in this year and win a third straight MVP? No. So there, I mean, I, I, th- I figured his play would be up higher, though. Yeah, but did you think that he was going to be the third straight MVP in a row? No. no. Like, so there was going to be some room. I think for, he'd be. I thought he'd be in the mix. So least. then there was going to be some room for a little bit of regression. I agree with you. I, I didn't anticipate he would come in and play at an MVP level last year because you know how hard it is to play at that level every single year, especially when you're an aging quarterback and we talk about your lack of weapons this year, it was even less. So did I think that there was going to be a little regression in his plate? Yeah. But did I still think he'd be a top five quarterback? 100%. Just maybe not the best quarterback. I thought the play would be just better. And now you, you add on that the receivers were banged up the thumb injury. It makes sense, but I think he hasn't played quite as well as what we all expected. Mm-hmm. That's why we're also down on the season, especially when you look at the record at four and seven yep. We're down in the dumps. Rody, you said you had a, an idea about the green Bay Packers and hope remain uh, springing eternal for the playoffs. 
Well, not really hope springs eternal. I'm going to go the negative way. Oh, oh, I must have misheard you. (laughs) There always is the possibility that they can turn it around since they do have some of the players and they do have talent. And yeah, but let's look at it the other way. Say they don't turn it around. You look at their upcoming schedule. They have Philadelphia this weekend, then the Bears, then it's a bye week. Then they play the Rams at home and then at Miami. Let's just say for just this exercise, they go two and two in their next four games. They have nine losses and they're basically eliminated from the playoff contention. You have two games left against Minnesota and against Detroit. You would imagine that say they want to get a good look at Jordan love. They end up not benching Aaron Rodgers, but putting him on the IR with, right yeah, with the arm or with the thumb injury so that they can get a good right look at Jordan love. You have two weeks to see what Jordan love is. Let's just say for this exercise, Jordan love doesn't play well. And it looks a lot like the Kansas city chiefs or the Detroit games oh. from last year. Ooh. I think everyone's probably is going to say he's not the quarterback of the future, especially when you have to pick up his option. Yeah. Are you going to pick up a fifth year option and pay him that much money and and all this other stuff, especially if Aaron Rodgers is still playing. And if you look at where the Packers are currently in the, in the standings right now, if the season ended today, the green Bay Packers would have the 11th pick. But you would, you would imagine. So they could draft like an offensive lineman. You would imagine, though, if things go downhill, that they'll probably even move up ever slightly. So let's just say for the sake of things, you're in the top 10 for the last two weeks of the season. You have a top 10 pick, and you get two weeks of looking at Jordan Love, and he doesn't play well. End of the year, we fast forward to April. You have a top 10 pick. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Would you a take a wide receiver in the top 10, knowing that if you have another explosive player to go along with Watts, uh, Watson and Dobbs, who are both young, Aaron Rodgers is coming back and the offensive line. Seems like it's starting to figure itself out a little bit. You know, you have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon returning. Do you take a receiver in the top 10? to get that explosive playmaker to try and keep that window with Aaron Rodgers legitly open for the one or two more years that he's there. Or if one of those top three quarterbacks is still available that people love, do you draft a quarterback in the top 10 looking to rebuild because Jordan love is not your quarterback of the future. And you got to find a quarterback after Aaron Rodgers retires. And we know he's got one or two years left. I think you go. Well, we know the Packers. What do they not do, Rowdy? Draft wide receivers in the first round. Or else they haven't since 2001. What do they do in the first round? They'll trade up to get but a quarterback. But you've neglected the wide receiver position so much. And let's look at guys on that wide receiver room that probably won't be coming back. Watkins won't be coming back. Amari Rodgers is already gone. I mean, Jawan Winfrey probably, let's if you here. want him. Our guy Dane on Twitch says, I think Aaron Jones uh, is not back. That is a potential cut. His cap situation gets brutal. A lot of money. Uh, and again, For a running back who's what on the wrong side of thirty. Aaron Jones is creeping up on thirty. He's he twenty. He's twenty eight. Oh, I he was, for some reason I thought he was twenty nine. Going to be thirty soon. But I, I mean, just 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 think about this though. Say they do lose Aaron Jones. Oh, he's twenty seven. 
He turns 28 years soon. Yeah, December 2nd, coming up. Say they do lose Aaron Jones. Now you don't have the type of backfield you have. We know that you're losing like almost all of your wideouts outside of the few that you drafted. If you don't decide to bring them back, you could potentially be losing Mercedes Lewis and big Bob Tunyon. Yep. All those guys are on the final years of their deal. You you could be losing a ton of playmakers. Would you go try and get Aaron Rodgers a playmaker in the top 10? Or would you look to build for the future? future? If one of those three or four top quarterbacks that are all projected to go high are still available future. I think they'd go future quarterback. So then since 2020, you would because use what's more, two? What's more important in, in, in the NFL, having a, a quarterback or a wide receiver? So then that would be saying, though, since 2020, you would use two first-round picks on what you think could be your future and starting quarterback, but yet Aaron Rodgers seems to continue to outlive every single quarterback and draft pick that you have, yet you still never give him help. So if you go draft another quarterback, Rowdy, guess what's going to happen? Rodgers is going to get pissed off again and then have an MVP season, despite what is ever in the and wide receiver And they'll still room. come up short because they don't have enough playmakers. Yeah, in the NFC Championship game. Because we already know that the defensive side of the football, from what they've done recently in the draft with the guys that they've given extensions to, is pretty well set with this solid talent for the next three to five years. Yeah. The offense is the thing that's lacking. Are you going to go for playmakers or are you going to yet again draft another potential quarterback of the future when your team on paper should still be somewhat of a contender in the NFC? The future. And then we will basically see an entire Aaron Rodgers career in which after the Jordy's the James Jones, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Jermichael Finley's career all ended or they moved on that you really neglected the offensive side of the football and came up short every single time. Yep. You got to figure it out, Rowdy. That's, you, you got the pulse of the Green Bay Packers right there in front office. I feel like it is a conundrum, though. Do you really want to try and win these next two years getting him a weapon? Or are you going to draft another quarterback high that could potentially be a bust? High bust. That's that's my inkling. Because you look at the last three receiver classes, if you were drafting in the first round and or even the second round, a lot of those guys have been money, and they've been really good. The Big Ten. Big Ten, big stage. Unless you're in the West. As we were talking, hey. as Badgers are bowl eligible now. <laughs> the Big Ten West is more like side stage. <laughs> big Ten side stage. Big Ten West is brutal. Who controls their own destiny, though, in the Big Ten West? They're the right to get tuned up by Ohio State or Michigan. Iowa. 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 Because Iowa, all yeah, they got to do is win. It doesn't matter. Whoever represents the Big Ten West is going to come into that Big Ten championship game 8-4. and four. And get absolutely murdered. And they're going to play either 12-0 and Ohio State or 12-0 and Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> the right to get tuned up in the so Big I was Ten look, I was looking at it, and... Now, if it's Ohio State, they already beat Iowa because Iowa's the team in the Big Ten West that controls their own destiny. If they won the next two weeks heading into last weekend, they will represent the Big Ten West. Ohio State already beat Iowa 54 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it was better if they punted every time. Yeah. That was the. 
They punt it every time they better. Ohio to State's crossovers. They beat Iowa fifty-four to ten. They beat Wisconsin brutally, <laughs> and weirdly enough, their closest game was Northwestern, who has one win. They but, le- they they didn't cut the grass all week. And the, the, the grass was a foot long. It was rainy. It was cold. It was cold and they had thirty mile an hour wind gusts, and that w- happened to be the same day that Wisconsin was playing Maryland yep. at Camp yeah, Randall yeah. Oh, yeah. when they were playing that game at Ryan's Field. So, yep. uh, yeah. 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 yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens to the Michigan, best of them. Hey, Michigan, on the other hand, they've played the Illinois. And yeah, I got lucky to beat Illinois on Saturday. Yep. Wow. Yep. They, Long field goal, 19 to 17. Brett, Brett Bielema was not happy. Another incident nope. in the tunnel, too. Oh, really? It wasn't as bad as... The, was it more like the Penn State incident of like players this, throwing peanut butter and jelly just sandwiches? Just kind of John. Just kind of John. No, it's not an incident. Yeah. Brett was pissed. Well, he should have been, too. He's angry. One, Looked clean. there was multiple, <laughs> multiple replays of some of the plays down the stretch that Michigan got, and it was like, wow. The offensive pass interference on the quote-unquote rub route, wow. where the guy just ran out there and completely started blocking. Uh, watch that again. The defender makes the contact and has the outside of the shoulders. That is illegal contact. Uh Or what about the pass that J.J. McCarthy got off where he was clearly on both of his knees? Yeah, that one's bad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything to say about that. Burt Bielema? Pissed, angry as Michigan. I was going to say you can't even. There are pictures of J.J. McCarthy on two knees, like he's down about to pray, and then the ball comes out and <laughs> singing "Take Me to Church." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they said, "Nope, he was still up. He looks good." Uh, boys, we just had another goal England. by England up two 0 on Iran. All right, so uh, Michigan wins nineteen seventeen. Penn State just dismantles Rutgers fifty five to ten. You have Purdue. Seventy to nine. Penn State. I, actually, real quick, Penn State is a super talented team, except quarterback. Yeah. If Sean Clifford wasn't their quarterback, one hundred fifty-seven yards. I mean, look at what they Touchdown. did to Ohio State. They match yeah. up pretty well against Ohio State because they Penn State has a really, really good secondary. Yeah. And they have a team that have explosive receivers on the outside, but yet multiple explosive running backs in the backfield. If Sean Clifford just doesn't turn the football over, that Penn State team is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like uh, the, the Mertz situation. Seven overall better. Would you have Mertz or Clifford? What? Mertz or Clifford? Neither. Nope. Yeah, neither. Not, not, a, not an option. Mertz or Clifford? Nope. Already bad. Already All took right. your third option. Petrus. You okay. Mertz, Clifford. <laughs> Mertz, Clifford, or Wildcat every play. Wildcat every play. <laughs> All right, I get you there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, and then what else happened? Indiana beat Michigan State thirty-nine to thirty-one. Yeah, that was one. If I was a Michigan State, if I was Mel like, Tucker, here? <laughs> if I was Mel Tucker, you have a twenty-four to seven lead at halftime. You end up going to overtime and losing thirty-nine to thirty-one in double OT. Mm. And Indiana had one completed forward pass in regulation <sighs> and one completed forward pass in double overtime. I think I would potentially take helmets and and Bash swing yourself. them at my own players. Dexter Williams, the second <laughs> for Nebraska, their quarterback, two of seven for thirty-one yards. For who? That was for oh, Indiana. I'm sorry, Indiana. I said, oh, I'm, okay. sorry, I'm in Indiana. I said Nebraska, Indiana. Two of seven. Hey, you know what? 
if you can get the, the service academies hey. get away with it. Hey, by the way, didn't I, who, who they don't beat, run triple option. What service academy went over the weekend? I saw uh, they beat a ranked team. Uh, who the hell was it? Army? I got to go look. I think it was Army. Yeah. Was it Army? Uh, I'll yeah. figure it out. It wasn't Air Force One, but it was against Colorado State. Uh, so, what the hell was it? I'll figure it out. I'll get to it. All right. So. And they ain't ranked. God, who the hell was it? I'll, I'll figure I'm it out. Full, I, the research department just told me they're in. Navy. It was Navy. Excuse oh, me. Navy. Navy did. Navy got a win. It was their first Oh, win. sorry. Army beat UConn. <laughs> yeah, Navy beat UCF. Hey, UConn is right bowl on the eligible. edge of bowl eligible. They are bowl eligible. Navy beat UCF 17 to 14. It was like their first win over a ranked team in like years. Decades, maybe. Yeah, probably a couple of years. Because, I mean, they're in the... Oh, Navy AAC. used to be pretty good about five years ago. Yeah. Oh, boys, we just have another... Mm, goal. Three, as England goes up 3-0 over Iran. <laughs> Hoofta. That's a dismantling. I feel right. like we could assemble a team here at work and beat Iran. <laughs> okay. So, Rowdy... I don't know who's going to play goalie, but... But somebody will. <laughs> to wrap it all up... <laughs> Iowa controls their own destiny. All they got to do is win, and then they get the right to get obliterated. Yeah, but the Bulls are what are more exciting because Michigan State is the last team with the opportunity in the Big Ten to become bowl eligible, but they have to go on the road, senior day in Penn State, and win, and that's clearly just not going to happen. So RJ and I were talking and you know, they have all the bowl games all laid out for the big 10 and <laughs> the quicken lanes might be yeah. chopped off. So with the Rose, that's bowl, just disheartening with the Rose bowl, there's nine bowl games tie-ins for the big 10. Currently there are nine teams eligible for bowl. And you'd imagine the right winner now. of the big 10 is going to be a shoe in into the college football yep. playoff. And the second, Michigan or Ohio State. Whichever I, I actually still think that two teams of the Big Ten yeah. are still very live to make it into the college football playoff, right. depending on what happens so, outside. Depending on what happens there, one of them is college football playoff for sure. Yep. The other is a New Year's Six Bowl. Yep, Rose Bowl. So, But if you do get two in there, Penn State slides into a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, if Penn State beats Michigan State, most likely they'll continue to move up yep. and they'll be sitting in that top 10 where they'll get like, remember when everyone or when the Badgers went to the cotton bowl and played Western Michigan, yep. yeah. it's because of where they were ranked and how good the big 10 was and how it slotted too. So that could very easily happen. Or I think Penn state could very easily be invited to a game like that. Yep. Or if Michigan and Ohio state both make the college football playoff, they're in the Rose bowl. Right. So you take, and so you start with nine. If two people go to the college football playoff, you're still at nine with then seven teams to put in those nine positions as of right now. So, yeah, you put Penn State. Then if you get two teams in, you put Penn State into the New Year's Six Bowl or the Rose Bowl, whichever one it ends up being, because at that point it becomes an at-large pick for all of them. Um, then everybody moves up a slot anyway. Uh-huh. So you're, yeah, you're fitting six teams into nine bowls. Three of the bowls won't be filled by Big Ten teams. So we could be deprived of the quick and lane bowl. Yes. That's just sad. And it all depends on what happens next week uh, in the Big Ten standings to see where Wisconsin would quote-unquote be seated in the Big Ten. I have my fingers crossed. I think as Badger fans, they would probably most like most likely to enjoy the guaranteed rate bowl, a.k.a. the Arizona Bowl. Yep. Or the Music City Bowl. But 
those guaranteed rate is the second from the bottom. Yep. So there might not even <laughs> yep. be and there might not even be uh team Big Ten teams representing And Music there. City what? Bowl is yeah. let's see, Quicken Lanes, guaranteed rate, there uh, is Pinstripe then Pinstripe, Mayo, then, then Music So that's yep. the fifth Fifth from the bottom Fifth is Music bottom. City, so that might be hard to get to depending on what so, happens. What are the four then? Rose, uh, Citrus. Yep. Um, Outback slash Tampa Bay Bowl or whatever it is. Yeah, now. it's Tampa Bay, but Outback. So what's it, what are we missing here? There's, there's one more. There, yeah, there is. Um, there's one more in there somewhere. Somewhere. Capital One. That's the uh, Citrus Bowl. Citrus now. Bowl. They now. The Capital One. See, they change so much. Yep. We got to have at least some continuity so we can remember what each one is. Well, yeah, bring that's what happens when bring back the pool you on sponsor Weedier a bowl game oh. and go out of business because it really doesn't no, bring in anything. No, there's another one in the South. Is there? Yeah. Is, there, is it a well, portable? The research department's portable? on it. Research department's giving me a thumbs up by they're the window. I said they're on it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, research department. All right. Research department has figured it out, right? We think. As they always do. RJ, they relayed the message. Yeah. So if it's one Big Ten team making the college football playoff, we'll say it's either Ohio State or Michigan. Correct. That leaves only eight bowl games. So not nine, eight. They initially counted nine. I think they counted the automatic. It's Monday. Research department had a long weekend. But they said, hey, we were thinking we accidentally counted the college football playoff as a bowl tie-in. Yeah. Um, forgive. So Rose Bowl short week this to, week. You know, think about Thanksgiving. If it's only one team, goes to whoever. Let's say Ohio State. Yeah, or Michigan. Or Michigan. Uh, then your Citrus Bowl goes to Penn State. Your Realiquest, which was the Outback Bowl, Realiquest. will go to Iowa. Um, then you drop to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, which will probably be Purdue. Does Hellman's have their own bowl? No. Uh, Music City Bowl will say Illinois. Uh, then the pinstripe bowl will probably go to the winner of the Wisconsin, Minnesota game. The loser of that one will go to guaranteed rate. And because Maryland is Maryland, they'll be in the quick lane bowl. Okay. There you go. Research department has figured it out and passed along the message. Well done. But if, so the the, the Badgers have what? If two teams get into the college football playoff, everything bumps up. So the Badgers could be, it it honestly sounds like the Badgers have a decision to make pinstripe bowl. Do you want do to go to New York? To, do you want to hold the axe and go to New York in a bowl that you've recently played in not too long ago? Got a bunch of new era or gear. Or would you want to let go of the axe? Well, I guess you're not letting go of it. You're, you're just not winning it. Minnesota has it currently. Yes. yes. And go on a nice vacation to Arizona. RJ? You were with the program for five years. I mean, Arizona is a little nice. The axe is <laughs> the axe means a lot, though. Does the does. axe mean more than sunny Arizona? Yes, Oof. it absolutely. So does. Uh, snowy New York, we go. It's, hey, it, last doesn't, time, it doesn't always snow New York. Last time they were in the Pinstripe Bowl, th- those Badgers love the new era stocking caps that they got. They, they wore those things for years. Zach still has his. The, they, there the, there they was love one those. on the sideline. Uh, two weeks. Ago. It was the new era stocking cap Pinstripe. Yeah, hats. I just somebody, still wear them constantly. Somebody was wearing it on the sideline at Iowa. They love them. I got to just make sure that every single year before the bowls actually come out that I look through each bowl game so I can realize Tuesday, December which, 27th, 8 p.m. Which game is which now? Yeah. Like 
the Citrus Bowl that used to be Capital One. The Real Quest, real, yeah, that's yeah. Outback. That's Outback. Yep. R.I.P. to the coconut shrimp. Guaranteed the, rape used to be mascot. the Arizona Bowl. Yep. Quicken Quicken Lanes. I think that's had a lot of transformations. Yeah. That used to be the Little Caesar Bowl. Um, was it the Motor City Bowl? Yep. Yep. That's when it. That's what it started as. Yeah. Little Caesars. Pizza. Pizza. Guaranteed rate now. I mean, the the turnover on some of these bowl names is crazy. My question is, what happens to the coconut shrimp and the Bloomin' Onion mascots? Yeah, that's that's a tough For the scene. Outback Bowl. I'd want that back. And my other question is, did they get paid or did they get paid in what they represented? Like, hey, you have to be this mascot. <laughs> At the end of the game, you get a Bloomin' an Awesome Blossom or a Bloomin' What is the Bloomin' Onion or an Awesome Blossom? Uh, Where's the Awesome Blossom? Chili's. Chili's. Bloomin' Onion. No, it, it's, yeah, it was Bloomin', bloomin Onion. onion. And, and the outback. coconut shrimp. Yep. 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 So if you and they they usually gave the bloomin' onion to the underdog so they didn't have to give away bloomin' onions because the coconut shrimp cost less. Like if you're a Wisconsin, an onion? I think so. Well, that makes sense. If you're a well, Wisconsin it's a whole fan, flip though, an onion. Yeah, but it's a whole shrimp. I guess shrimp. <laughs> You've been to the Duke's Mayo recently. <laughs> You've been to the Pinstripe Bowl recently. I just feel like at this point, would you think Wisconsin would travel that well to New York? I know it's in Yankee Stadium, so that's kind of cool, but it's still cold. Man, the original tie-in for the Motor City Bowl was (laughs) Big Ten versus ACC. That's why I was rooting for Arizona or the Music City Bowl. And then quickly changed to the MAC. Arizona or Nashville. Yeah. There's your bowl update. I'm over North Carolina and uh, New York. There's your bowl update. Bowl update. It's still cold in New York. 